This week, thousands of morehu, or followers of the Ratana faith, gathered up their tents, blankets and of course whānau and descended upon Ratana Pa. The annual pilgrimage is not only about worship. There are sports competitions, kapahaka performances, talent quests and of course political debate. Today marks the birthday of the Ratana founder Tahupotiki Wiremu Ratana. In the final part of tonight's show, a 1987 archival recording of a Kōrero, hosted by Hare Williams, delves into the history of the gathering and the structure of Temeparatapu, the holy temple. The architecture and its symbolism is explained by Rapina Apirahama. Karanga. Faikorero and Waiata blend with brass music as visitors are escorted onto the marae and into the temple at Ratana Pa. There are the sports, action songs in haka, talent quests and lectures in a week of celebrations and worship. And that's the scene at Ratana Pa last week when about 10,000 celebrants, most of them young, gathered for the annual hui to celebrate the birth of Tahu Potiki Wiremu Ratana, where every available billet, marquees, Tents, caravans, garages and motor vehicles were taken up. The Ratana movement as it exists today is a powerful religious organisation of about 35,000 followers behind the New Zealand political scene. For the past quarter of a century, the four quarters, the four Ratana members of the Labour Party, have held the four Māori seats in Parliament. And on two separate occasions, in 1946 and 1957, the automatic re-election of the four quarters has given a Labour government a small majority in office. At the headquarters of the movement in a small township near Wanganui, in a concrete tomb in front of a massive grey and white structure of the Ratana temple, rests the body of Tohu Potaki Wiremu Ratana, a Maori farmer who at 45 became the prophet of modern Mauridom, whom thousands of people hailed as Mangai, or mouthpiece of God. In 1918, when he experienced a vision and preached his gospel of religious and political salvation, he was believed to have received the cloak of the wairua, the spirit of God. This man rose up from amongst the common people, Te Morehu, to lead them out of a state of apathy and isolation into the mainstream of New Zealand life, which they enjoy today. The Ratana Temple dominate the village, which is suggestive of Spanish-American architecture with high stained-glass windows, decorated with geometric folk designs and the interior wall paintings with religious symbols such as stars, crescent moons and rayed suns. Another feature of Ratana Pa is Manu Ao, a large community hall with naturalistic scenes of Ratana's life, God's appearance, the Mangai's visit to England, an aeroplane connected to a car by a ladder, national flags, a tui and a large vase of flowers decorated with nymphs. Except for a few kuru patterns in a small museum called the Devil's House, Māori carvings and woven or painted designs are conspicuously absent in the buildings. As the temple was, um, was opened on the 25th of January 1927, it was built for a, a place of shrine or a place of meditation for one, the freedom of the individual to go and meditate and uh, the temple is the focal point of the past as a whole. And uh, the other thing that uh, to assure that there is no uh, no doors locked is always open. 
There's no limited time for one to, to go and pray to one's God. It's always open any time, providing for that purpose. The only thing we, we disagree concerning the temple is when it's uh, uh, a tourist uses it as uh, this uh, sightseeing place. Uh, you know as well as I do how we respect the places where we, we meditate as Maori. And that is the focal point of the, of the pious hall, is the temple. Then the next building is the Manuo, which was, uh, was uh, built in 1937 and opened. This is the first Manuo building. It was uh, opened uh, on the 11th of September 1938 by Tahupu Tikibiri uh, During those times, many people came, even at the opening. Uh, you notice uh, on front of the building, you find the seven canoes plus the end of an Heimskirk. Uh, is what William would say to, to the people during those times. Uh, by reading their mind, they were questioning why the canoes. And he said, now, this building is, uh, is a manual, which means man of war that each uh, battleship must have lifeboats. Uh, so therefore, uh, when a, a, a battleship uh, is uh, disturbed, or what we call in Māori he manawa, and the lifeboats are dropped, and uh, he said that each one of you uh, get onto your own lifeboat, which of course is the seven canoes. Don't uh, jump onto another tribe's ca canoe. It might get overloaded and sink. And he referred to uh, earlier today, this is going right back to the 11th of September, uh, 1938. He said, earlier today I was talking to some of our, our children uh, in Māori, and they turned around and they said to me, what? Uh, now looking at it, uh, they don't even understand their language, so therefore there's their lifeboats over there, the end of the Heemskirk. Of course, there's many other things concerning the building. This is the first building. Of course, everything on here is the same. It's the replica of the, the old one. Now, he, he did state that um, uh, it's a strange uh, man of war or a strange battleship. Uh, it has two captains, uh, the Mangai, uh, or rather, Piriwiri to a calling out uh, uh, what they were going to do, and the man they calling out on one end, uh, their mind, boy, shoot him. You know, these uh, more uh, spiritual, spiritual words, uh, uh, prophetic words, may I may I say, ne. And uh, that's referring to the two captains. Well, actually, the names of the two captain, uh, captains of the Manuel has just been placed on this this meeting, you would notice on the front here, you've got the Mangai, and on the other side, you've got Piriwiri Tua. Now, the building itself, uh, you can go through the whole building without uh, putting a foot outside. Imagine if it was on water. So that's how it's been built. And on the Ratana birthday, a feature of the thing is the number of baptisms that take place. People come from all over the country uh, I wouldn't like to estimate how many there are here, but there'd be several thousand at least here on Ratna's birthday, and they come from uh, South Island and way up to north of Auckland. Well, ever since I've been elected, I've been here, I think I may have missed one or two, but uh, almost all of the uh, 25th of January celebrations 
I've been here for each of the each each hui. Uh, partly because the friends I had in the church uh, pointed out to me how important this occasion was, uh, and that was both from the Methodist Church and from the National Council of Churches. And when I first came here. Uh, there were quite a number of people who came from the Wanganui Council of Churches and from the National Council of Churches, and there have always been Methodist uh, clergy who've come uh, because of the historic link that there has been between Methodism and the Ratna movement. So I've made a point uh, to come to the Hui each year, and of course a number of these people are my constituents. I have a little to do with the power from time to time and the people here, and I've called in at various other times, especially when the late Iriaka Ratna was alive. I used to come in from time to time. And uh, I, of course, have the contact with the um, Maori members of Parliament. When I was first elected, all four were Ratna members as well, and that's maintained the contact too. Well, originally, of course, the Methodist people um, were <coughs> instrumental in helping Ratna himself to uh, become recognised as a genuine church. and. Um, as a result of this, there's always been a close association between Methodists and Ratana people. Indeed, in the early days of the Ratana movement, uh, Mr. Ratana himself asked our church to appoint a deaconess in the pa here at Ratana um, to teach Sunday school to Ratana children. And this continued for many years. It's not able, we're not able to do it at the present time, but that's because we don't have the staff to do it. I have tried to follow that association through by attending here at Ratna on the birthday each year and also by being available at Tangihangas uh, and ser combined services with Ratna people in my own area. Well, initially when T.W. Ratna uh, was in his prime and uh, was gaining a great deal of support uh, from Maori people around here and elsewhere, uh, the mainstream churches were fairly supportive. But with the development of Maori theology, and particularly, as I recall, the development of the doctrine of the angels uh, and their uh, placing of them on roughly equal status as the Trinity, uh, the mainstream churches uh, stepped back a little, uh, except for the Methodist church under a man known uh, as Father Seema, who was a great leader of Methodism uh, in the early days of the Ratna movement. And Seema kept the door open between Methodism and the Ratna movement, and indeed when T.W. Ratna died, it was Seema whom the family asked to come to uh, take part in the, in the tangi uh, um, uh, to acknowledge the work that Ratner had done. Similarly, uh, C.G. Scrimger, Uncle Scrim, who was in his early days also a Methodist minister who became involved in broadcasting, uh, had a connection both with uh, A.J. Seema and also with the Labour Party, and there was, a, there was a, a connection all around there from very early on with the Labour movement as well. So in a sense, I feel as if I've got two connections with the Ratner movement. Well, the one thing which strikes one here is that we're talking about a movement which has deep roots, not just uh, Ratana roots, but Maori roots and Christian roots, uh, which is obviously very important to the lives of many people. And uh, I've always been impressed with the number of young people here and with the other activities. As we are speaking now, there is a band competition going, and of course, band music is very much a part of the fe a very much a feature of Ratana gatherings, uh, and there are other 
uh, discussions that go on and cultural events and sports events and so on. Uh, and this is really very much a part of the way of life of the people who are involved. And as such, it's not just something that happens once a year and you go away and forget about it. Uh, I'm sorry that more uh, New Zealanders are, un are not aware of the importance of this gathering and what it represents in the life of Maori people as a whole. And it does represent a bringing together of historic Christianity, as the missionaries brought it, and uh, Maori tanga. And I think it's a recognition of both of those strands, which is making it so strong and so much a growing movement these days. As the recent census showed, uh, Ratna adherents are in fact one of the few groups within the Christian community which is growing. We just got the new statistic out, came out uh, the 12th of January, referring to the, the growth of the church, which it says that the growth of the church is about 63% the age 25 and under. And... Uh, it refers to the the eighth top uh, top church in the country, and uh, it it shows as from 19 for the last five years up to to 81 census. Uh, it states here in the paper that it has a growth of uh, about 700 within that five years span. There were many highlights at this year's hui Rapina Aperahama of Ratanapa. The outstanding feature to me is the, the young people. I think if you, you, you yourself would have had a look on the Mara yesterday, you'll find that the, the uh, majority is, uh, young people is about 80%, that's how I put it. Rapine Aperahama, Secretary for the Ratana Movement, but also in the program were Renata Willing, a Methodist minister and a long-time friend of uh, Tahupotiki Wedemu Ratana, and the Minister of Education, the Honourable Russell Marshall. Tēnei te mihi kawatu ki ngā morehu katoa, me tērā o ngā hōtaka tawhito o ngā taonga kōrero. An archive recording from 1987 with Hare Williams.